Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, local musician Brian Lewis shares how director Kevin Smith influenced his love life. There's a scene in the movie called Clerks by Kevin Smith. It starts off with a man staring at a ceiling, going, that's beautiful, man. And the clerk who's working at this convenience store, his name is Dante, he's not even supposed to be there today. And he's there with his girlfriend because they love each other and she comes to hang out with him at work. And it's discovered why she knows this guy who just said that line, his name is Snowball. And why does she know his name is Snowball? Because it's a sexual act that she performed on him. And then they get into this huge fight. And it's discovered that she's sucked 37 dicks. In a row? And they get into this huge fight and she storms out. And he comes out behind her and he yells, Hey, trying to suck any dick on the way out of the parking lot. It's a really funny scene. It's a great... It's one of my favorite scenes in any movie. I met a woman in February whose favorite scene that was in any movie ever. I met her at Cafe Stella. And one of the first things we ever talked about at our first meeting was... She says, I need to know that you know what this is a reference to when I say it. (laughs) That's good, right? I didn't work this enough. She says, I need to know that you know this is a reference to when I say it. Trying to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. And I said, hey, get back here, which is the line that follows it. She said, I'm so glad that you know that. I talked to this guy recently who didn't know what that was, and I'll probably never talk to him again. And to me, that's the appropriate response to that, because that's the kind of thing that attracts me to somebody, somebody who knows the same movies, likes the same music, hates the same shit that I hate. And after that, I was done, man. You know? We were inseparable after that. We started dating very shortly after that. And it was... We were that couple that even the most disgustingly adorable couple were like, you guys need to tone it down a little bit. You know? We were inseparable. We went everywhere together and we spent hours and always came back to Kevin Smith. We always end up laying alone at night and quoting Kevin Smith or making each other laugh and just holding each other. And it was beautiful and it always centered around Kevin Smith. And, uh, which sounds kind of, if you weren't there, it sounds kind of stupid, but it was, he was like the basis of our whole relationship, you know, in this weird way. And we were together for a couple months and in May we went to Austin together because she was a photographer and she went to go shoot this festival and she wanted me around so much that she paid my way to go with her to Austin. So I went to Austin with her and while we were there, we spent a lot of time just in the hotel room and she took me on the single greatest date I've ever been on in my life. She took me to see Psycho, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, directed by one of my favorite directors of all time, at a place I never thought I would ever go to, but always would want to go to more than any place in the world, the Alamo Draft House. which, if you're a movie buff, that's like the mecca of everything, right? And it was the greatest moment I ever had until that night. We went to the festival, and she shot some stuff, and then we went back to the hotel room, and it wasn't really going well. She had a lot of, like, shitty photographers who, they do that thing when they're in the pit where they're, like, John Cusack and say anything, and they just hold their camera up. And she's a small girl, so they just got in the way of all the shots. It's, like, the number one thing you don't do as a photographer. So she was endlessly frustrated about it, and she was venting, and she goes, those guys are a couple little fuckholes. And I said, a couple little fuckholes? And I knew what that was. 
It was a reference to an outtake from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, another Kevin Smith movie. So <laughs> I called her out on it immediately, and we spent three hours that night saying, ooh, I was going to suck you guys' dicks off, but then I read on the internet you are a couple little fuckholes. <laughs> and then about two hours into that, she looked at me, and the greatest way I've ever been looked at by a human being was so much adoration and wonderment. She said, who else in the world would have known that? And I said, me, babe. And that was my favorite moment as a human being still to this day. And so we came back from Austin, and her birthday was in a couple days. So before, right, like the day before we started dating, I never told her this, but I commissioned a painting. So I'm glad that we actually started dating, or else it would have been really weird. (laughs) I commissioned a painting of that opening shot of the scene I just described with Snowball staring up at the skylight going, that's beautiful, man. Because I knew that that was her favorite scene and always make her happy when she looked at it and always make her laugh. And I knew that it defined our whole relationship and our love for each other in this weird way, you know? So I bought it for her and it came in. I was so excited I gave it to her. And she loved it, man. She loved it. And we went to sleep that night and... Everything fell apart while we were sleeping overnight. Her ex-boyfriend had recently discovered that she had moved on, and they had dated for eight years, but they had been broken up for about a year or so. I wasn't really worried about any like residual feelings or anything on her part, but he had found out that she had moved on and freaked out. And he drove to her house drunk that night while we were sleeping and dropped off a guitar that she had bought him while they were together. And then the next 24 hours are really fucked up. He proceeded to send videos and, and pictures of him drinking and having this massive dr- alcohol-induced breakdown. And she's the kind of woman that it doesn't matter how she feels about you. She's going to take care of you. you know? She's that good of a woman. You know? And I'm that, I'm that good of a guy to a fault. So in the middle of all of this, this is going to get really complicated and weird, but it was... In the middle of all this, this guy's girlfriend calls me and brings me into this. And this is a woman I met back in December before I met anyone who's involved in this story. And she had done stand-up one time and was going around calling herself a comedian. So, (laughs) naturally, she wanted to make friends with all her comedians to legitimize her newfound career. So she tried to hang out with me, and I let her come hang out with me and my friends at Public House one night, and she was really weird, man. Like, immediately, like, totally invasive about people's sexual history and, like, to strangers that she had never met before. So she creeped all my friends out. She creeped me out, and she had made remarks about when I had left to alluding that I was trying to sleep with her or her friend that she brought, which is, that's just how I roll, you know? So... And so, and I hung out with her one other time after that because I give you two chances to prove your worth to me. And she blew both of those chances. The second time, she gave me some sob story about this guy she was seeing, and he wasn't really making it official. And she was kind of sad, you know. So I said, you know, I'm hanging out with my roommate right now. If you, need, if you need company or somebody to talk to, you can come over. We're just watching a movie or whatever. But that's it. I'm not a refueling station. You know, that's all you're going to get is 
talk in a shoulder. That's it. So she came over, and of course she immediately starts to try to cuddle up while we're watching the movie. And she bought a fucking overnight bag with her PJs in it, which sounds crazy, right? So I, once I discovered this, I was like, "You gotta get out of here! Like that's weird! Like I told you, that's not. It's not like that." Now, believe me when I say. She is the most unremarkable person that has ever lived. So I didn't want anything to do with her at all. I keep keep hitting the button here. So so this woman is now in the middle of this drama that I am now in the middle of, and I have nothing to do with any of this. And then she starts throwing accusations about me to her boyfriend, who he relays to my girlfriend, about me being some crazy sex monger or whatever it was really fucked up the shit that she said like it hurt my feelings and it takes a lot to hurt my feelings so this 24 hours is everything is the exact opposite of what we had everything was so beautiful is now disgusting and ugly and we fought for two days and at the end of those two days she said she needed space and i gave her space and a couple days later i say i need to talk to you and get my stuff you know or or one one of the other. So she agrees to meet me at Stella, which is, I've, I've picked it because it's the place we met. I thought maybe I was being romantic or sentimental. Uh, so we meet at Stella, and I know it's the breakup talk, you know? So she gets there, and immediately I know that she's going to break up with me. And... It comes to find out, like, I, I asked her if she'd brought my stuff with her, and she said yes, yeah. so and then I knew it was over. And she basically told me that she kind of had a breakdown after everything that happened. And there was a lot of other things going on in her life that I don't want to get into. But she didn't have time to process anything with me, so she just couldn't process the fact that she didn't kind of trust me right now because there was such a small nugget of truth in the story that this woman made up about me, and that's all that mattered. And everything came crashing down. Now, and now she looks at me in a different way, and everything I've ever said means something different now. Once you have that filter, you can't take it off. So I say, let's just go back to your car and get my stuff, and that'll be the end of it. Because I'm not that guy who's going to drag things out. I don't want to waste anyone's time, you know? So she had parked in the parking lot behind Stella's. And we're walking there, and I'm just, I'm just dying I'm just so heartbroken. It's so painful. And we get to her car, and we're standing by her car, and I have my bag of stuff. And I hug her, and I say, I love you very much, and I'm going to miss you a lot. Goodbye. And then it hits me where we are. We're in this place that we met almost three months to the day, on this, at the same time of day. And then I realize where we are physically. And before I let go of that embrace, I say, Try not to suck any dick on the way to the parking lot. <laughs> and I walked away. And she laughed in a way that would have said, fuck you, man. That was beautiful. And it was. And as I'm walking away and slowly losing pieces of my soul, I realize that that's just me. I'm always going to find a way to make it funny. So it's easier for you to deal with. And no matter, what, how, no matter how little strength I have left in my body, I'm going to use it to try to wrap things up and make it easy for everybody else. And it's like I always say, always end with a joke. Even if it kills you. 
even if it breaks your heart. Thank you. That was Brian Lewis sharing how he keeps his humor through the good times and the bad. Thanks, Brian, for sharing your story. To everyone else, thanks for joining Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling event at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. If you'd like to join Tell Me More or help out in any way, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find our online submission and contact forms, a schedule of upcoming shows, and more Storyteller podcasts. Thanks again for listening. I'm Deb Markham with just one last question. How's she come to have sex with a dead man? <laughs>